How's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run The Real, featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we are back, continuing on with our anime movie genre of three movies, or more. I don't know. Did we pick? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air. We haven't made it that far. Yeah, we haven't made it that far yet, but uh, Fox picked this one, didn't you? Yeah, I I will say, my original pick was going to be Akira, but... uh... (laughs) I think that was probably all of our picks, actually. So (laughs) this was my runner up. It was mine, too. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, Fox picked Redline, which is directed by Takishi Koiki. It was released in, I don't know, actually, because IMDb says 2009. But if you go over to Rotten Tomatoes, it says 2011. I think IMDb has 2010. Yeah, I thought it was 2010. I'm looking at it. Right now, it says 2009. Wikipedia says 2009. I did see a note about some release delays in the production trivia. It says 2010 on the poster. It says 2010 on the 9th of October for Japan. So this movie released sometime in that window. Yeah. 2009 <laughs> to 2011. And we were just talking about synopsis. You got this one, Fox? Hmm? I think we should randomly choose using our uh, our, our, our random summary picker. Um, the random chooser is broken. Ooh, you know, I think it just came up as Mad Mike. That's what it showed <laughs> on mine, too. Hey, you gotta be kidding me. What are the odds of that? Man. I just <laughs> typed it in and it said Mike. Dang, that's too bad because mine said Fox, but I guess the majority rules, so <laughs> I guess it's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Redline, it's anime movie about uh, this racing event that's called the Red Line, and it's the most popular racing event in the galaxy. And you have a bunch of like zany, quirky characters who uh, compete in the Red Line. And we follow the main character, JP, who's got his buddy um, Frisbee, who like owes the mob money, and so JP's supposed to throw races, but he gets into the Red Line anyways. Oh, and they're going to the robo world, which they don't like people, so they're going to kill anybody who comes there. Yeah, robo world specifically says, do not have the race on our planet, and they have the race on their planet anyways. Yeah, they just ignore them, so. I guess, what did you guys think of Red Line? I liked it. It was good. It reminded me of another underappreciated movie, uh, especially among our friend group called Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was thinking of that as well. It's a lot slower paced during the middle than that movie is, but it reminded me of that, and that's that's a good thing. You know, it did remind me of that, but I did was never that huge into Mad Max, so <laughs> it, it was kind of interesting for me. I don't know how I feel about it, really, actually. It, like, it looked really good, I thought. Like, the animation style is amazing. Yes, it is. You know... It didn't remind me of Mad Max, like, at all, but it did remind me of Star Wars Episode One: A Phantom Menace, pod racing. Yes, I did think of pod racing, like, right off the bat. It's like Speed Racer, but to the next level. <laughs> it is very much just Speed Racer, but to the max. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, Speed Racer meets Mad Max, that's kind of how I thought. A little grittier... And crazier. Yeah. I gotta say, I mean, maybe I was just biased by the uh, the car the main guy drives, but it really reminded me a lot of those, like, um, trucker movies from the 80s. You know, like Smokey and the Bandit, Every Which Way But Loose and Cannonball Run. You know, gotta gotta make the super fast run to pay off the mob. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, a police force that's just absurdly huge chasing them across, like, the open plains. Yeah. 
I could see that. But it doesn't help, obviously, that the main guy drives a Trans Am, which I would venture to say is the iconic American muscle car. <laughs> so I loved it that everybody's got these like super futuristic, high tech looking cars, and he's just driving this Trans Am yeah, that's he's, souped up. <laughs> he's just got a normal car. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so small compared to everybody's. Just like weaves in and out of people, and they don't even notice them. Something that I noticed was when it first started out, I thought it was pretty fun. I was into it, you know, that first five minutes of them racing. But then the middle half, or I think it struggled quite a bit because they kept flashing to the people on Robo World. You didn't like the Nazi bio-organic robot people? (laughs) I thought that was so annoying and like maybe once or twice, but they kept doing it over and over, flashing to these people. And they're like, we're going to kill them if they come. Are they coming? Yeah, they're still coming. <laughs> We're going to kill them if they come. You know, that was it. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I did not care about the Robo World stuff. I thought it was kind of dumb oh, and forced. Yeah, it was so forced. The planet's like, no, you can't have it here. And they do it anyway. I just like, oh, okay. Like, that seems so dumb. I don't know. Nah, it's great because the big bad guys are so inept. They can't do anything right. And it's funny because nobody respects them at all they're just like we're gonna hold this race here and we don't really give a crap that you guys don't want it because we don't really care what you have to say we're just gonna do it here because it's gonna make the race a lot more interesting and more dangerous and high stakes and even that like princess who's the head honcho of another planet just doesn't care one bit. It's so funny, I thought. That cracked me up when she was painting the racetrack up their Capitol building. <laughs> She's just having a, a grand old time doing it. I thought it was really funny. Plus, if you wanted to get like deep with it too, you could make the argument, because there's enough in the movie to support this, that the other worlds were threatened by Robo-World, hence why they had to get a peace negotiation with them in the past. And they were using the illegal racing event to host Redline on their planet so they would get the inside scoop of what they're doing on that planet, too. So you could argue that it's a huge political intrigue thing that they're doing with that, which I think is is pretty neat and a fun way to approach it. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think you're wrong, Dan. I'm with you. I'm behind you 100%. I can see the, the the humor part of it, though. You know, I just didn't find it that funny. If they were a little more, like, inept blatantly, I think I would have liked it. If they were just, like, more zany characters, but they're all kind of the same. They're all just, we hate these guys. And they all just kind of, I don't know. They had that captain who angry cried all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got super strong. Just starts crying. He's so emotional. I think it was too <laughs> present in the story, though. Like, they cut to that so many times. And then they cut to, like, people rebelling on that planet, too. This isn't why I'm here. I'm here to see these people race. I don't give a crap about Robo World. The racing was the fun part for me. The interesting stuff. I will grant you guys that it does go on pretty long, especially in the middle. I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun. It's what Mad Max Fury Road does, where there's not a lot of story up front. It's all like in the background, and you get the story from how characters interact with each other and things like that. 
I always find that kind of stuff interesting when they're able to tell a bigger story without directly telling it to you. So I I like that. And and it was humorous too, I thought. So that made it even better for me. <laughs> Another like uh, reference kind of point I guess I got from it was the comic saga with all these like crazy alien races and magic stuff. There's magic, there's robots, there's all these weird things. That's kind of what it reminded me of too a little bit, which I like Saga a lot. Good call, TV. Yeah, I could see that. Because, yeah, there's like a magic planet, that princess we were talking about earlier. She's like queen of the magic or something. Some of the racers are from the magic world, but they won't use their magic. I mean, I think there's a lot of cool characters in this, but I would have liked to got to know them a little bit better instead of, yeah, the robo world blatantly every time going, what are they doing now? What's this? What's this? I loved when they were all in that bar on that moon outside of robo world. And all the racers started interacting with each other and doing, like, fighting. JP was hitting on that chick. That dude came over and ate her food. I wanted more of that, you know. That was fun for me instead of the Robo World stuff that just kept popping up. I'm like, here we go again. I'm with you, TV. I think I would have preferred if one of the racers had been the villain, like that big robot guy maybe or something. Keep it more just race-oriented, I would have liked. But there was a robo-world racer. Don't forget, he joined uh, Yeah. He disobeyed his commander. I was kind of with you for like a, most of that movie TV. I got to say, like, why is it one of the racers, the villains? But then the end's not great. But like just before the end, it kind of made me change my mind. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I like it better that none of the racers were like the actual antagonist. Yeah, it's interesting because most race movies... One of the racers is definitely the antagonist, and he's usually the one who's got the best shot of winning, too. So it's a lot different in that regards, whereas the the antagonist is basically the entire planet that they're racing on. What was the name of that big, like, weapon they were trying to hide? <laughs> was it Fuzzy Boy? Funky Boy. Funky Boy. Oh, yeah. Funky Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was entertaining. I just wish, I feel like they blew their load too early with that. Because they were talking about Funky Boy all the time. That they're going to find Funky Boy. I think it would have been better for me. That thing would have just showed up while they were racing. And then cut to and be like, they found Funky Boy. Or Why is his name Funky Boy? I don't know. <laughs> Not build him up? Yeah. Just like out of the blue, out of nowhere, you know, throw in all this weird stuff Robo World's doing instead of... We don't need to cut to robo-world commanders, you know. I'd say they got a good 20 minutes of the movie. 20, 25 minutes of this movie is the robo-world crap. And this movie's, what, an hour and 40 minutes? Hour and 42, yeah. Yeah, so a decent chunk of this movie is just robo-world crap. I do feel like the whole Funky Boy angle was pretty much just a setup for that one little bit. Of the the crooked cop racer accidentally busting into his holding chamber and waking him up. And then one guy ends up becoming another weird weapon to fight Funky Boy or something. Yeah. It's just so weird. (laughs) Did not expect a kaiju battle in this movie. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere, yeah. It's like Batman Ninja, where they just, like, turn into (laughs) mechs and fight each other in medieval Japan. It is. You're right. It's just like that. And I'm like, why? Except it fits better here. There was no setup for uh, 
this weird tendril-like creature that bonds with the commander, but we get a lot of setup for Funky Boy. I don't... That's just... I don't know. I don't know. But TV, he'd been waiting so long for that day. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he never thought it would come. I think the biggest problem for me is that I think the humor just didn't hit me right. I just didn't find it that funny, and... It was trying to be quirky and zany, but I just was kind of getting annoyed by it a little bit. I will admit that maybe I was slightly biased. You know, I was kind of having a crappy day and I was busy and I wouldn't get a chance to sit down to watch this until about 11 o'clock last night. And it was just like exactly what I needed. It put me in such a good mood. So maybe I'm a little biased. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Fox. I had a pretty good day yesterday and I watched it and it was like the icing on the cake for... Me, anyways. Like, that's good, then. Maybe I'm not biased. Like, I didn't dislike this movie. I just think that it could have done some stuff better. Mainly the Robo World stuff. I think that should have been handled differently. But I did enjoy this movie, you know. I enjoyed all the weird racers and all their cars and stuff. And when they were actually racing... I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was good stuff. The action was good. It gets it right where it counts. But yeah, I I agree with you on that, Mike. I think I did like the Robo World stuff. It had good backstory and it was pretty humorous, I thought. But I could have used a little less of that and more of the actual red line race because there's not a whole lot of the actual red line race in there. It's always cutting away to what robo world's planning next or having funky boys show up and just blow up the racetrack and the kaiju battle out of nowhere so i could have done with a little more racing in it myself and i could have used some more like character development i guess between jp and frisbee i really liked their relationship frisbee was probably my favorite character in this but they, they kind of just have the relationship they had and then he changes at the end i guess there's a little bit of development but i don't know i think they should have gone in more with that or something more character development all around really i think would have been helpful or just more of them interacting together which in its own way would have been character development because you get some character development with jp and frisbee but mainly the character development that happens is with jp and sonoshi was that her name sonoshi yeah and that's not even really that great of a love story or character development. No, it's bad. It's very much Smokey and the Bandit. They just are in love suddenly, I guess. They tried to have some character development and like banter there, but <laughs> it was bad, you know? Yeah, and apparently they had some sort of history with each other, but they don't really go into that too much either. She has no idea, apparently. I don't know. Like, we didn't even need that, I don't think. I thought it was kind of neat because for me anyways, I got the feeling that um, watching Sonoshi and what she said to him that one time when she crashed or whatever is part of what inspired him to be a racer. And he probably started crushing on her then too, or had been because she was such a good racer before. And that's why he wouldn't tell her what got him into racing is because he didn't want to admit it to her it could have been handled better yes but i thought it had enough merit and enough setup to make it work gotcha yeah i didn't see that i guess yeah that makes more sense but yeah don't get me wrong like it didn't need that to make the movie work it was just you know kind of lame yeah i thought so too i think you know everything in this movie is done with wild abandon you know they they drive with wild abandon the governments set up these goofy competitions 
with Wild Abandon, and so does she and JP get into a relationship with Wild Abandon. It's just very much just because we want to, and it's rash and impulsive, and we're having a lot of fun. Yep, just like the race itself. <laughs> yeah, the term I want to use is like lazy. Oh, <laughs> it's not lazy. You can't you can't say this movie's lazy. lazy. That's one thing I would never use to describe it. <laughs> I would say the art isn't lazy, but the plot could have been a lot better, I think. I'm not saying that lazy in a bad way, you know, but it just seems kind of, you know, laid back on everything where they're like, oh, we should add this in. Oh, yeah, might as well. Oh, but what if they have a romance? Eh, sure, throw it in. What if we had a giant guy named Funky Boy? Yeah, yeah, put him in there. <laughs> that, that's what it seems like to me. It's like they just threw all their ideas at the wall and like, why not? Let's do this. Why not? Yeah. It's, it's like they had a short, you know, 25-minute anime is what this could be, you know, put down into a one, maybe two episode anime to get all the racing in there. But they're like, hey, let's extend it out and make an actual movie out of this. It's just too long for the idea of what this movie is and what they wanted to put in it for content-wise, I think. That's why I say it's lazy, because it's just kind of thrown together in a lazy way. But it kind of works, and it's fun. Yeah. I mean, the action is good, and I think that's kind of what helps it a lot, is that when they're moving, the the music's pumping, and the the art is so awesome. When they get into a groove, it, it is really, really good. You know, I wanted to detract away from this conversation uh, about TV. You, you brought up the music. Now, what did you guys think about the music? I thought it fit pretty well. It was very adrenaline pumping, I think. The music and the sound was really good. I gotta say, if I was gonna have a flaw, for me, it might have been the music. Oh, really? You didn't like it? I don't know. It was more like modern day contemporary EDM than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was a little, yeah, techno-y, I think, but I thought it fit pretty well. I liked it whenever they had like little musical cues, like whenever a character would show up and they would like sing their name. Yeah, that was pretty good. Or like the red line theme was kind of cool. But for the rest of it, I guess I thought it was going to be like late 80s, early 90s, like Japanese city pop kind of stuff. And I think I was looking forward to that maybe. I don't know. I just didn't think it would be so modern not dubstep, but maybe like light electronic. It fits with it because it's sci-fi and a lot of people think of that when they think of science fiction. And it does get the adrenaline pumping and makes you sit up in your seat when the race is going down. So it is effective. It's not my favorite style of music at all for sure, but I didn't mind it. I actually wanted more of, I guess for sound effects, I wanted more of like the... At the very beginning, you know, when they're showing the cars, like the engines running on the inside, the build up, the actual reveal of the cars, and it has all those great sound effects for the engines and stuff. I wanted more of that kind of thing in there, too. I definitely could have gone for more engine sounds. Yeah, I don't think it detracted any from it for me. It was just, you know, there. I liked it when it was bumping up and the race was going. I like that. Maybe it was like the hand-drawn aspect that kind of threw me off. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of 90s stuff lately. I don't know. The music just didn't sit quite right with me, but mm. that's okay. You know what? The, the the majority here seems chill with it, and that, that, that makes me happy. So, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't really have much else to say about this one. Nobody want to talk about the epic animation? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, we can talk about the actual animation and the aesthetic and everything. 
I, I can't believe that this is 100% hand-drawn. It blows my mind. That's an extremely impressive. I mean, the fluidity of the animation isn't Akira style, but just the <laughs> the color and the way everything looks is amazing, actually. I think this, for me anyways, it looks as good as your name does, but it might even top that one. Because your name uses digital to achieve a lot of its stuff. Whereas this one is entirely hand-drawn and it looks arguably as good as your name does. So it's crazy. I haven't seen an anime with this much color that's this well drawn and animated before. <laughs> it's it's. I don't know how they did it. It's amazing. <laughs> it took them a long time, too, from what I've read. That's crazy. Seven years. That's so long. <laughs> it did pay off, though. It looks amazing. I'll give you that. Like It adds a lot to the movie. It's definitely a passion project. <laughs> I think hand-drawn is always going to win anime for me every time. Definitely. Well, you can tell the difference. And not that CGI is bad by any means, you can definitely do it correctly like your name does, but then you can do it incorrectly like the new Berserk anime series I or other to say that. <sighs> other ones that just screw it up. And it's like, why do you even bother? <laughs> I'd say this is probably the best looking anime I've seen. I, I think that's safe for me to say. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely up there. I can't think of, I'd have to like, go into the vaults and review everything I've ever seen. But it's definitely like, yeah, in the top three or five at least. So I've just been sitting here scrolling through all the images on IMDb just because they're so good. And so they're just great to look at, too. It's every frame is a painting, essentially. <laughs> Literally in this case. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like any of these shots on IMDb, I would hang up in my house as a poster. It looks good, but I don't think it looks as good as your name. But I think that comes down to a preference style on what you want out of it. Because this one's kind of more pastel, I guess. Maybe I'm not the best person to talk about colors. <laughs> I, I, I am red-green colorblind, so everybody knows. But uh, I like the more vibrant approach of your name. Well, this one's really vibrant, too. It might use more pastels, but I mean... Just look at, for example, look at Sonishi. She's got so much color and it's all vibrant and stands out super well. It's crazy. <laughs> she looks like the background of your name does to me. But I mean, they're both beautiful movies. Don't get me wrong. So I think we could probably argue about which one <laughs> does it better the entire podcast time and not come to a conclusion <laughs> we all watched the dub is that right yeah yep. yeah did, did we all like the the dub for the most part i had no issues with the dub yeah i didn't catch anything weird i thought it was, i thought it was good everybody sounded like i would expect them to sound and they all like gave a good performance over the top sufficiently Especially the, oh, what was it? The Tin Man. What What's his name? <laughs> oh, the big guy? The the guy who won Red Line before. Machine Head. Machine Head. That's his name. I thought he did really good. His voice actor did really good, I thought. 
JP was good too. They were they were all good. Yeah, I liked most of them. My favorite was yeah, um, Frisbee. I liked his just like smooth like mafia voice. Look, like I've heard the dude doing Frisbee before, like in something else. Well, did you guys notice that the general in this movie was also the general in Akira? <laughs> really? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> I did not notice that. That's cool. That makes me happy. But yeah, the the dub was great. I thought. I, I want to watch it sub just to see it in the native language, of course, but the dub was fine. It was, it was good, I'd say. One of the better ones I've seen. It does the job. I can't have any complaints I can think of about it. So I was curious, um, what character was everybody's favorite in this? Because there's a ton of just crazy, zany, <laughs> outlandish characters in this movie so i'm curious who everybody liked the best i liked frisbee the best he was my favorite he wasn't even a racer but i just liked his attitude i thought he was so cool but if i had to pick a a racer i'd pick the big gigantic previous champion of red line the big robot guy he was pretty funny i liked how he combined it himself with his car yeah i was not expecting that at all you know i uh I really liked Lynchman, the guy who was the bounty hunter and his sidekick. But just because, I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but there's a scene where he jumps out of his car to like start beating up the army. Yeah. And he's like running as fast as his car and he's getting shot and bullets <laughs> are just bouncing off of him. <laughs> like apparently he's like an actual superhero or something. But it's yeah. never addressed that he's like an actually superhuman. <laughs> I do remember that. He doesn't even need to drive the car, the race. He can just run. <laughs> this is just awesome. I, I enjoyed him. <laughs> so was the lynch man, was he like the cop? No, that was, I want to say, Gory Rider. Gory Rider, yeah. <laughs> you know, I liked him, I think, the best. I wish he was in it a lot more. I liked his, yeah interactions with the press was pretty funny. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was so perfect. Just threatening everybody. It's hard for me to pick a favorite out of, <laughs> out of all the racers because they all have something crazy about them that I liked anyways. Um, I'd probably say for the racers, I liked Machine Head quite a bit. <laughs> he's just this big old imposing intimidating guy who doesn't take any crap from anybody and he's so over the top during the race it was hilarious but i really liked jp as well he grew on me a lot over watching the movie what did you guys think about the actual races in this movie too i was curious what you guys thought i've never seen the um original speed racer show i saw the live action movie but i never saw the actual anime so this is one of like the only anime racing movies i've seen i think when they're like when they're actually racing i'm super into the movie i really liked it it was super like action-packed and intense and I liked, yeah, all the weird like weapons and stuff they were using. I thought that was all really cool. Yeah, I agree. The racing is definitely the best part of this movie. And I think it should have been in there way more than it was. The racing is the high point. I've, I <laughs> definitely won't argue that. I liked how the cars had as much character as the racers themselves did. Just seeing all the crazy weapons and gadgets that everybody has to make their stuff unique. Like Sona, she she like has an answer for everything on her vehicle, which is pretty cool. And then JP's cars just got 
a lot of style and just this little thing weaving in and out of everybody else. And then Machine Head has the huge, like, monster machine that just <laughs> is so much faster than everybody's. It makes me want to watch more racing animes, but I don't think they're going to be, <laughs> the racing's going to be as good as it was in this movie. I thought the end got super intense when they started using their, what'd they call it? Their super nitro? It was like a steam shell or something. Yeah, whatever they called that. That was super intense. Like I was slouching in my chair and then I sat up and was like on the edge of my seat. Like, oh man, is he going to win? What's going to happen? It was, uh, I got really into it during that last part. <laughs> All right. So we ready for some overall presentation? Yes. Sure. Let's do it. Um, so we have a scale. It goes from uh, lowest to highest with burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. And then we kind of try and even it out at the end and kind of average it, get a single score. But, you know, sometimes it's tricky if we all have different things. But that's just what makes our scale so interesting and unique. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I hit on my main gripe with this movie is that the Robo World stuff is just in there too much. I wish I had more time with all these crazy zany characters who are the racers and less time looking at Robo World being like, we're going to kill them if they come. They're going to find Funky Boy, you know. They take up a good 20, 25 minutes of the movie and they don't need to be in there that much. I would have much rather had more time with those other characters. That's my main gripe with it. I think I am going to give this one a watch it. I would not buy this movie, but I'm not sad that I watched it because it is kind of fun. The art style is good. I do like some of the characters in it. It's just, I think it could have been a lot better. We talked about it quite a bit in the review, but this movie is definitely a, a celebration and a testament to uh, hand-drawn animes and is incredible in that regard. But I think it's also pretty funny. It amused me quite a bit. You know, I was having a pretty bad day and then I was feeling pretty good after. It's got a lot of things I love, you know, fast cars and aliens and sci-fi and I wasn't super hot on the music, but that was about it. I love this whole wild abandon aspect that everything is just absurd and over the top. But, you know, I will say, I think I'm going to give it a watch it. I'm probably going to go out and try to buy some collector's edition of it because I just love it so much. But I can recognize that it definitely does have some flaws and that it may not be everyone's favorite for those flaws, which are valid complaints. So, yeah, a watch it from me in the context of our show. Yeah, this movie looks really good. I think the hand-drawn stuff is amazing and it's insane. It took them so long to make this and they just carried on doing it, even though they knew how much time they're going to have to commit. And I think that's definitely the best part about this movie is the visual style. Um, and I think, yeah, when it is kicking with the races, it's really awesome and it, it really finds its uh, niche. That's the stuff I like the best. But I did not think the movie was that funny. I don't know why. Maybe it's just my sense of humor. It was not hitting me the right way. I think it was like trying to be quirky and goofy, but wasn't really working for me. Yeah, a little bit of too much of the Robo World stuff. It gets really slow in the middle. There's only two races in this movie. There should have been a lot more, I think. I really liked all the racers, but we don't really ever get to spend a significant time with any of them except for JP. If we maybe had some more races to kind of see what they did and what their personalities were more like. I would have liked it better, more interactions between them. I hate to do it because I love the art style so much, but I think I'm going to give it a pass. Oh, I oh. really was kind of just, I, I wouldn't say bored, but just kind of disappointed in it a little bit. For how cool the animation is, I think if it would have been a little more focused and had a, a little bit better of a story, 
I would have really loved it. So I'm going to give it a pass. So um, if you didn't pick up, I got pretty excited about this movie uh, during the review. (laughs) There's quite a bit I liked about it. Obviously, the art style is a testament to the best of what the industry can offer for hand-drawn animation. For me, it rivals your name. It's not the same style of animation as your name is, but for me anyways, I just loved how vibrant the movie was. The colors and just the style of it was wonderful. It was pleasing to look at no matter what was going on. I do agree with what all the other guys have said that The movie could have been a little tighter. They could have cut out some of the Robo World stuff, even though I loved what they did with Robo World. It's just so ridiculous and goofy and funny to me that all these planets like just don't give a crap what the Robo World says. that They're just going to do whatever they want with this illegal race regardless and even go so far as the sabotage Robo World to make it happen. So... I don't know. I thought that whole concept was pretty, pretty unique. Um, you don't see that too often. It cracked me up, especially with the ineptitude of Robo World too. But yeah, I do think they could have um, shaved some of that off and put more of the actual red line race in here because the racing is definitely what this movie is best at doing. And I wanted to see more of it. We got a really good amount. But we could have used some more. As far as the characters go, they're not going to get developed super well. It's not that kind of movie. But it didn't bother me what development was in there. I thought for the main three, JP, Sonishi, and Frisbee, the development was good enough. I didn't have any problems with the um, JP, Sonishi love story i guess if you want to call it that Uh, i thought it was justified enough with in what they did and to just give the main three characters enough chemistry and interaction between each other to make it interesting at least for me anyways i didn't really have too many problems with it It is a nice surprise for me i'm gonna give it a buy it actually i want to own this movie but I looked on Amazon and it doesn't look like it's going to be easy to get a copy of it. So, Fox, if you find one, pick me one up too. <laughs> the one I found was like 90 bucks. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just do it, Fox. Ugh. Come on. Well, I guess that's what? Two watch it's a pass and a buy it. So, that's a watch it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Hey, Red Line certified, run the reel, watch it. Check it out. This is going well, guys. Pick another good one. (laughs) Yeah, Mike, you got a pick that you want for next time? Yeah, what you got? I'm going to pick Perfect Blue. I know nothing about this. I don't know much about it either, but I've wanted to watch it for a while. It looked interesting. I don't remember where I read about it. I think maybe it was on Reddit. About a pop star who gets stalked. So we'll give that a go for next week. And if you, the listeners, have any suggestions or... Anything you want us to do, cover, um, it got questions for us, you want to, maybe you don't agree with our opinions, I don't know. You can let us know at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, we're just at Run The Real. Sometimes we have polls, so that's fun. If you ever want to get in contact with us, 
just hit us up. We want to hear from you. Yeah, hit us up. What did you think of Red Line? You loved it, didn't you? Or maybe not. Yes, agree with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, strive for Mike. Always strive for Mike. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. We really appreciate it. This is Run the Real, signing off. Mm-hmm.